is it a bro fist to you all because once again friday has arrived and the sun is shining here in the uk it's a glorious glorious day outside and we're not going there hell no we're gonna stand in here we're gonna stay here and we're gonna have fun and play some video games because balance gate 3 is out and i'm not touching it till december we're having it as our christmas game looking forward to it making sure everybody's had a great time playing through it knows the story all ready for me to mess it up and go in the wrong order so we've been indulging ourselves in some final fantasy 12 next up on the list of the single player ff journeys and what a weird game with a strange combat system that i had no idea about whatsoever but that is the joy of going in blind and having good fun along with all the drama happening in world of warcraft right now with the overlays that are coming in and out i recommend if you're not you've not heard of this uh to check out our highlights channel where we went over it and we got to speak with mirez and of course mystical one of the creators of deadly boss mods about this new and intrusive system that is currently available in the game and we're hoping and praying that blizzard step in and fix it but if you want something fun to listen to alongside drama time i was on the grinding gear podcast last night with garrett and kyle where they were talking all things about games of past mmos final fantasy 14 spoiler free for the most part if you've done Shadowbringers. Uh, I was on their podcast last night for a good couple of hours chit-chatting about all kinds of stuff and they're just about to take their first steps into Endwalker. X-Wild players, all kinds of stuff going on there. So it's been a really full week and hasn't ended there. Tomorrow, Saturday, we will be streaming again uh, in the early afternoon as we get set to finish off our Skyscale and our Turtle and all those things in Guild Wars 2, including the final, final trial the strike that awaits us and then after that is off to final fantasy 14 for a massive goodbye party for the prophecy team they are hosting a big party that will be at 7 p.m tomorrow that's my time it's currently 4 p.m when we will be having that fun i will be fantasying to something what it will be i have no idea i don't know so those are all the things that have happened this week and happening the next couple of days before the next drama time and i want to get us started today on uh, a story that has me a little concerned uh it's called the trial by combat oh my oh my oh my <laughs> testing your reflexes a test of your dps perhaps a test of your skills and of course if you're unfamiliar with drama time and you've joined us because of ff12 drama time is a show where around the world people send us tales of the weird encounters they've had in uh in their video games when dealing with people online who uh tends to be a little wacky uh and wonderful uh and do things that they would not do in irl and it can be a story about anything you want because everybody has a story to tell every single one of you has encountered somebody at some point that has done anything so if you want to share it with us feel free uh, to send it to drama at preachgaming.com whenever you're chilling out and want to write a little tale to us. <clears throat> we will have some fun with it. We will. Uh, I need a guild name from our wonderful live audience that is with us here, 4 p.m. on a Friday. Uh, something from the early 2000s and edgy. So you're thinking you're Linkin Parks. You're thinking you're, uh, oof, your cons, your Limp Biscuits all that kind of stuff that's where we're looking for we're around that kind of era we've got some uh, spiky hair and we've got giant pants the disturbs <laughs> the limp crit skits oh i like that the limp criskets that's who they are or crit skits that's gonna be hard for me to say the limp crit skits mm, the limp crits i think i'm gonna challenge myself to say crit skits 
it fits better. That's what it's all about. Let's jump in. Let's have some fun. Let's have a fine end to our Friday stream. <coughs> Hello, sir. I have a story for you that involves one of the most drama-inducing sins that everyone who plays online games can commit. Any guesses? What is the most what is the cardinal sin you can commit while playing online games? I agree. This is probably the biggest cardinal sin that you can possibly do. Cheating? Close. Saying hello, being friends? Probably not. It is, of course, dating within a guild. It can work. It can work. I met some a lovely couple at XLCon that met through World of Warcraft. They were happily together and getting married, if I remember correctly. It can happen, and it does work out on occasion. On occasion, it does happen. <sighs> PS, oh, is this the Fantasy Star Online guy? <laughs> oh my God, it's the scammer! Is that who it is, Bex? Fantasy Star Online does have guilds. Is this the guy, the scamboozler? Yep. Okay, it's the guy who. A uh, question to our author: After your scamming greatness throughout Fantasy Star Online, where you duped all the items and all the gold. Do you play Diablo 4? Because I don't know if you're aware, but Diablo 4 recently had a bit of a problem with people duplicating uh, all the items and the gold in the game. Uh, trading things for 30 billion gold. <laughs> 30 billion, baby. Cash money. Cash money. <laughs> Guilty. No hearing required. No, we, we believe in justice here at Preach Gaming. We believe in mighty justice. <clears throat> Once you join a guild, you can set up your own guild card. Much like a plate in FF14. It has your character name, info, a few lines of text where you can put in a lovely message of some sort. Plateless be damned. Plateless. You only get the plate if you're in a guild, though. So you have to be a bit of an elite to get a plate. I see. After a while of playing PSO solo... I decided it was time to make some friends, to join the world. And so I decided to look for a guild. Well, you should probably pay attention to the rather large video that's coming out on YouTube tonight. So that would probably have some help for you. Of course, I saw a group advertising in one of the lobbies. You know, the usual friendly, casual guild looking for some more people. We like to keep things chill. Okay. So, after talking with them a bit, and with them seeming uh, to be pretty cool dudes, uh, with especially being cool with having a teenager play with them, I joined the Limp Criskets. The group was primarily players who were in their late teens and early 20s, students mainly. Of course, we would hang out together in the lower lobbies and scoot around in our little photon chairs, which were part of an emote that created a squad chair based on your ID that you could all sit in. Wow. The lobbies of Fantasy Star Online were typically designed with the section IDs in mind. As far as colors and decorations go, our group typically hung out in the lower lobbies, particularly the Whittle lobby, because it was cast in a pale white light and had lightly falling snow around the area which somebody said fits his samurai origins. At least that's what he felt about his character. I mean... 
My samurai origins. All right, okay. And uh, who is your favorite One Piece character? Did I get that right? That's an anime, right? I've never seen it. I have no idea. I believe, though, it is indeed an anime. Uh, but uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, it's, it's one of the animes. Uh, it's one of them. It's one of the many animes. I've seen it. We would shoot the shit for hours, guys, just discussing TV shows and things that we wanted to get in the game. It was how our day went. Just a bunch of nerds nerding out in the wonderful slow snow. I developed a friendship with a few of the members, but no one was closer to me than War Saint. We were the closest in age. We spent a long time discussing high school and trying to fit in with all the cliques and girls. Aww. I would give anything to have a recording of teenagers talking about girls. If it's anything like what I hear in my gym, it has to be incredible. It has to absolutely be incredible. We became I could little side story. I'm not sure if I actually told this on the stream at some point. Hard for me to remember everything I've said. But um last week in the gym, the old men, fifties, stuff like that, uh, were uh getting changed. Obviously, for some reason, once you get past the age of fifty and go to a gym, that means you no longer wear underwear while having conversations. I'm not sure when I'm getting this memo, but I assume there will be something in the post, some sort of email, a text message, which will inform me that that is apparently how I need to behave now. And um, they were discussing that their new friend uh, that they'd met in the gym, uh, they found out that his new girlfriend has an OnlyFans account. (sighs) The discussions that were had while I was taking a shower. The discussions that were had... Uh, it was, it was low. Link, (laughs) one link. The discussions that were had, and then they were all trying to configure a way in which they could go to the football and finding them. Uh, It was, uh, it was a discussion. Well, apparently she gained a bunch of new subs from announcing that. Maybe that's a a marketing ploy that's not been as tapped into as maybe it could be. We were the closest in age, talking about all those things with cliques in high school and girls and whatnot. We became such good friends that he and I ended up trading phone numbers IRL. And we would start chatting outside of game, usually about the same kind of stuff. However, I started to get to know more about him. He told me that he was gay and had a boyfriend. So he couldn't help much with the girls conversation. (laughs) Look, I've got to be honest with you. I like dick. Okay. I don't know about Kirsty and the new braids. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. Now, I had gay friends and grew up with gay family friends, so none of that bothered me. It was just something that came up in conversation. Okay. As time moved on, he started to discuss his relationship issues with his boyfriend. And I tried to help out because that's what friends do. His boyfriend was rather controlling and jealous. I really wasn't just needed someone to talk to. He was from Texas. Oh, no. I'm not judging, but I've heard stories. I have. I have heard a tale. I have I have heard tales, okay? So it might be wrong. I might be being judgmental. It's what I've heard, all right? He was from Texas, and his parents were, in his words, ultra-conservative. That's what I'd heard, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this this fits this fits this fits the jigsaw puzzle <clears throat> ultra conservative 
He'd successfully hidden his sexuality from them for a while, and growing up in that kind of environment really hurt him, I can imagine. So I was there to chat whatever he needed. One evening, I received an official regulation in-game mail from Warsink. A note. There were no PMs or you couldn't get messages in the pink in PSO. All person-to-person conversation that wasn't happening face-to-face and slash say was sent through the mail system. He was on the hunt for a very, very elusive weapon we had spoken about before called the Psycho Wand. It was extremely high level, extremely rare. He had been trying to farm it for about a month, but to no avail. But you see, his section ID, Skyli, <laughs> only had a 1 in... 299,594 chance to drop it off a certain mob in a certain level in the very final episode of the zone on max difficulty ultimate now sure war saint was very high level but he's still having a bit of trouble with this room that held three of these mobs in question now i'm a bro a good friend i decided i would help him pump it out for a few days and eventually we found out that my force alt, who was uh, of a purple section ID, had a slightly better chance to find the item. One in 205 from the caves, from a very, very, very rare spawn that happened in there. Sure, hoping to get a rare spawn was a pain, and then hoping that once we got it to spawn that it would drop the wand was still a big ask. But unabashed, I loaded up my alt, created the game so we could farm this rare mob. We farmed for three weeks. Every single night, we would play for a few hours, just farming this rare mob, talking about life, generally just hanging out, you know, keeping our brains distracted from the monotony of what we were doing. Now, keep in mind, my average playtime at this point in my life was 14 hours a day. Bro, I do this professionally and do not play that much. It's too much. It's too much. It's way too much. I do this for a living, and that is too much, okay? That is way, way too much. So, <clears throat> says you, pussy. <laughs> you got to dedicate to that shit. Uh, I'm trying to think. I'm joking a little bit because I'm older now, and I have kids and whatever. I think my worst was probably the Burning Crusade, where I was averaging realistically if i'm being honest with you 18 to 19 hours a day consecutively back to back to back i only ever left that chair to use the bathroom or to sleep and that was it yeah that was it <clears throat> like consecutively that was over my summer holiday it got so bad that i got shipped off to my brothers who was also a gamer and had like a land center set up in his living room and my parents just left me there for i think a week or 10 days straight just gaming non-stop because i was i was just doing it at home and my dad couldn't handle it so he just shipped me off to my brothers and just left me and my brother never my in fairness to my brother he never once asked me to turn the pc off or to like take a break <coughs> no time <laughs> he just left me to it <laughs> he was grinding too behind me he had work though so he'd go to bed and leave me there wake up i'd still be there uh, are you winning? Oh, my brother knew I was winning. He was playing WoW as well. <sighs> okay. I was playing, on average, 14 plus hours a day. So aside from hanging out with him and helping with the rare farm, I was also leveling with the guild, doing challenge modes, trading. I was relatively accomplished as a player. 
I had the highest rank you could obtain in challenge modes. I, of course, had the best gear, and I was pushing the higher levels, being 153 on my human hunter. One night, while after a while of helping War Saint, I got another personal message. It was from one of our guildies named Megazam. His message was really straightforward. What the fuck do you think you were doing? I don't know. I was shocked. I had never in my entire life had a negative interaction with anybody in Vatnis Star Online. Never mind someone in the guild. So I threw him a response. Uh, I'm rare farming. Why? His response was almost immediate. Why the fuck are you always with War Saint at night? Why do you care? Everyone in the guild knew War Saint was after the Psycho Wand. I was, as I was mulling it over, I had a creeping thought enter my mind, and no sooner had the thought entered my brain, it was confirmed with the next mail. I don't like it. He's mine. Hands off. Oh, Megazan's the boyfriend. Oh, I sent him a message saying I'm not gay, <laughs> but he logged out. <laughs> Well, he logged out for the night after sending me one final mail. Uh, I want you gone. I was stunned. Of course, I, I realized what the hell was happening. Uh, and he thought something was going on with War Saint and me. I, I, but looking from the outside, I guess, sure, it kind of made sense. You know, your boyfriend's hanging out with another guy all night, every night. You're playing as well, but you're not helping. Why is the boyfriend not helping farm the rare? What a dickbag, right? You gotta work for that cock. Yeah? You gotta work for it. Sometimes you gotta have to grind a little bit, lad. You let somebody else in, that's on you. That's on you. You gotta grind, son. I logged out of the game early and just sat there because I had no idea what I was supposed to do if I wasn't playing Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, I guess I just boot the game up again. <laughs> I didn't know what the hell to do. What was going to happen? Was he going to kick me from the guild? Would he demand War Saint wasn't allowed to play with me anymore? What the fuck am I supposed to do now? The next day, of course, soon arrived and I was greeted by a mail when I logged in. It was from the guild leader, Zen the Shaman. He had called for the first time I ever knew of in this game. A guild meeting. Oh my god, is this going to be like LTT? <sighs> everyone had to come. So with everyone there, Zen the Shaman brought up the issues that Megazan had with me. And of course, War Saint was given time to speak as well and deny all wrongdoings as I did. But Megazan didn't believe it. He was convinced that I was out to steal his boyfriend. And like some fever dream of years past, he said the only way... <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's like some fever dream of years past. He demanded that in the nature of our samurai origins, that we have a trial by combat, best two out of three, to decide the boyfriend. (laughs) 
fucking LARPers, man. They're the worst. Oh my god, the LARP fucking nerd. <laughs> you fucking nerd. The rules were set. If he killed me in open ground and my blood ran in the snow. Oh my. <laughs> I would leave the guild and never talk to War Saint again. If your blood dies of king shit. Oh, we've got a divided chat. It's either dies of cringe or king shit. I don't know. <clears throat> if he lost, he would accept banishment and dishonor and never talk to me again the guild leaders and the shaman accepted the terms of the proposal oh i feel it's like john wick 4 right they're gonna sit at the table decide the rules it's so cool <laughs> the gauntlet was thrown the stage was set zen the shaman and his second in command would act as arbiters for the official duel. <laughs> he created the PvP lobby. We joined. We were given time to choose our gear and weapons for combat. Then we were to meet down on the planet in the first zone. Then the shaman and his lieutenant went down first to clear the area in preparation for the fight. The issue was I was at a disadvantage. Megazan was on his ranger and was about my and was about my level or two, about 140. And he had very, very good gear. He could easily kill me before I got in range of him. I decided I only had one possible chance. I would stack three god luck units with increased luck skill, which is crit chance. And I would wield a handgun to give me some range. Aptly, it was called the red handgun. A crit with this gun would cause the target to fall to the ground, as did all crits on players. In my final fourth unit slot, I placed a god slash battle, which gave me the attack speed. So I would have the chance to shoot before he was able to fire off. We walked down to the planet we faced each other back to back and began walking 40 paces we couldn't really do paces in the game so zen the shaman just counted to 10 <laughs> but we're really trying to make it <laughs> we're really trying to make it real <laughs> <laughs> Once we had reached our points, Zen the Shaman began the official countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. On go, I ran forward. Megazan using his rifle weapon, which had a maximum range of all the guns. His first three shots hit me. Ah! It took me down to about 30% HP. I could use a healing item, but by then his next shots would be coming in. So I faced right down the barrel of that rifle. I reached for my red handgun and fired a heavy shot. It crit. Megazan flopped onto the ground like a football player. Oh, soccer, you fucking, you fucking European noobs. And I was able to close the distance. Right as he stood up again, I reached him. 
I had already quick swapped my weapon from the handgun to my most favorite weapon in the game. An enormous two-handed katana. Of course, it's a katana. Called the Sumakiri J-Sword. Basically, it's the sword of Sephiroth himself. And I swung down on him, nailing him with another hit and dropping him to 10%. Before he could stand by up, back up, I landed a normal attack. A duel number one was over. I stood victorious. In my mind, I wiped the blood from my lip. <laughs> Did you? Send <laughs> 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 the shaman. Used a res item on Megazan and brought him back to life. He was furious. Absolutely outraged. Outraged. He immediately dropped a teleport and went back to the main town. He let loose a string of obscenities, which was blocked out by Sega itself. We waited for a few minutes. The second in command said he had to go for dinner. God. You just can't get the commitment you need for an honorable duel in the snow anymore. The second in command said he had to go for dinner. <laughs> said another guildie will take her spot. I recognized the name, though. It was one of Megazan's friends. This immediately made me worried that something foul is afoot. But surely Megazan would never dishonor the code of conduct of the duel. At this time, I also received a mail. It was from Warsaint. And it said four simple words. He's bringing his force. Megazan's force character was essentially his main. He was almost max level at level 188. The highest leveled character in our entire guild. His techniques, his spells had all been capped. He had the psycho wand we'd been craving. But beyond all of this, force characters had a spell called Megid. This spell instantly killed its target if it landed. Before I could do anything else, Megazan and his friend joined the lobby and they RP walked down to the world. Unable to do anything, I stood back to back. Once again, Zen the Shaman counted the obligatory 10 seconds. It's, I just want to pause here. It's a real fucking shame that VOD watchers cannot tell what these emotes are that my live chat is posting right now. <laughs> it's so good. Chris, we need a way of seeing them on here. It must be, there must be a way to translate what the hell is happening here <laughs> to, to the, the VOD watchers. <clears throat> we reached our spacing and then began the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Go. Megazan immediately launches a Megid, instantaneously killing me. <laughs> I get the feeling this game wasn't particularly designed with PvP in mind. Like, I, I don't know what it is, <clears throat> but there's something about the PvP in Fantasy Star Online that I don't think went through the trial process, and maybe it's not a great system. <laughs> for doing this <laughs> I got rezzed and he immediately killed me again I was rezzed a second time and complained 
that the duel had not begun and that Megid should be banned from the honorable arena of combat that we were fighting for. Megazanus's friend both agreed that there was no stipulation regarding the use of that spell in the rules laid down before the duel. Then the shaman begrudgingly said he will allow the use of Megid. Back to back, spread them for the third and final round. I was, of course, extremely angry. I turned off the GameCube in anger. <laughs> by doing so, I turned off the GameCube in anger. But by doing so, since the game was saved on user side and I hadn't saved before cutting the power, I lost what was in my inventory. No big deal for me since I had everything. But I was angry. Megazan, in my mind, was cheating. In that moment, something clicked in my head. You want to cheat? You want to be cheap? You want to dishonor the arena? Then I will be cheap. Then I will bring dishonor. And I will cheat as well. I logged on, reconnected and joined the lobby, and said, sorry, DC. Always works, like 100% of the time. There's zero chance that that does not land for every single person. I sent Zen the Shaman a message. Hey, dude, having a storm here. Internet is being funky. Genius. Absolute genius. <laughs> I went offline again to make it seem real. <laughs> but while I was offline... I started moving some items around in preparation for my final stand. You see, Preacher, in the chat, I had something sneaky on my memory card. My human hunter was around level 153. My force character was around 105, but also my card dwelled on a monster, dwelled a monster. An enormous cast ranger that looked like a fucking gleaming white Gundam. In true mecha fashion, I had given him an edgy as fuck name. Its full name being the DPM, Divine Punishment Mech, Model 444, Absolution. Simplified. <laughs> Divine Punishment Mech. <laughs> it's getting real. <laughs> it's getting real. <clears throat> this was my project character. This character was my baby. It was level 200. It had the absolute best gear and using the cheats, cheater no jutsu of item duping I explained earlier, I had delved into another facet of code fuckery, maxing, where you could completely max out a character's stat using dumb inventory tricks. So I booted up the game, logged in, and sent Zen the Shaman a message saying, I'll remake the lobby. I quickly logged off, logged onto Absolution, and made the lobby. Knowing the shitstorm that was going to happen once Megazan saw this character, I decided to pull what you guys may describe as another pro gamer move. Using the aforementioned dupe trick, you could also do something called multi-equipping. That was a more advanced area of the trick that fooled the game into thinking you had equipped more than one of the same weapon. 
because I had max stats, I had no need for armor, units, or a mag, an autonomous little avatar that floated beside you to give you buffs and such. My inventory could hold 30 items. So I equipped 30 of the same maxed dupe weapon. The strongest gun in the game. A gun that could only fire one shot at a time. A weapon made with the rarest item in the game, the parasitic gene flow. It was called Dark Meteor. Okay, we have to Google Dark Meteor. PSO Dark Meteor. This game feels a little buggy. <laughs> it's an online GameCube game. All right. Behold, live audience, Dark Meteor in all its glory. Here it is. It is a long-range weapon eroded by Olga Flow DNA. Wow. Dark Meteor is the rarest shot in the game. Only obtainable by using a parasitic gene flow with a common shot. This weapon cannot even be used. <laughs> Chills. <laughs> it has increased range in comparison to other shots and a unique special. The special attack fires a green energy wave directly in front of the player that has infinite vertical height can pass through walls and also lingers for a second. It's a BFG. It's a BFG. Okay, we know what this is. This is a BFG. All right. <laughs> King shit BSL. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I multi-equipped 30 dark meteors. Okay. I messaged Zen the Shaman and told him the game name. He joined and soon afterwards, so did Megazan and his friend. Upon loading in, all three were taken aback by the level 200. <laughs> nice character, said Megazan. But it didn't dissuade him. Megid still could one-shot this character. He came down to the planet side with the other two. We stood back to back. We spread them. And the countdown began. Three. Two. One. And this time, ladies and gentlemen, much like Han Solo, I shot first. I opened with the main attack. The green laser fanned out, glowing and wide as it burst forth from my barrel, streaming towards them. And at this point, I should point out, I'm not too sure what the fuck I was thinking by multi-equipping 30 duped dark meteors, because what happened next clearly showed that I was cheating like a motherfucker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At level 200, most characters will have an HP value somewhere between 1,000 and 2,000, depending on if they used all their HP and material. It gave you a permanent boost to your HP. <clears throat> or if they were wearing any god HP units, which increased your max health. That one shot from the multi-stat Dark Meteors cracked across all of them, doing 32,000 damage each. It was a touch overkill. After I had decimated not only Megazan, but also Zen and the other lieutenant, I was kicked from the guild for being a hacker. <laughs> glorious. Absolutely glorious. Worth it? Worth. Oh, come on. I was blacklisted. And from some of the more active player groups and nobody wanted to play with me. That is the last time that I got to speak with anyone in the entire guild, which of course included Warsaint. After the G-Kick, I did some trading around on other characters I had, but the whole situation left a sour taste in my mouth. 
Not long afterwards, I gave up on PSO. I didn't pick it up again for almost a decade. Looking back at it, I could have just said no. I could have left. But at the time, I felt it was honorable to take on the battle. Thank you, Preacher Chat, for listening to my lengthy story. I'm sure the gavels are not, but smoking cinders now actually went the opposite way. Juries are fickle. You never know how it's going to come out. You've been declared king shit and worth. <clears throat> this may be the end of my tales from PSO, but believe me, I have got up to many shenanigans in Rift, Guild Wars, Star Wars The Old Republic, and old browser tech strategy game called Utopia, and more. I hope you all have a wonderful Friday, and I look forward to seeing my story if it gets read. Well, it did. <laughs> It did indeed. It did indeed. King shit. <laughs> Absolute king shit. Chat's on your side. Never, 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 never presume to know where the jury will go. It's all about presenting your case. Now. <clears throat> all I wanted was a mythic plus group i think that story really highlights that your tales do not need to be from the big 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 players we will ex uh, there's good tales to be told in any of these online worlds and we are more than happy to listen in okay we've got damavand we have ryan weasel and maricos thank you all for the website support and having your names in drama we couldn't do it without these wonderful characters to go along with us <sighs> Okay. <clears throat> Anyone for a plus? Mapla? Anyone for Mapla? Preacher! And a fine hello to that wonderful chat of yours. <clears throat> I am trying not to be too nice to your audience because, like so many who come to you on this fine Friday afternoon, I do request judgment. Okay, we have a decision to make, my friends. Once again, the extremely objective and impartial jury that is preach gaming has been called upon to render judgment on our author so we will do our best be not afraid that we do not even have an innocent emote <clears throat> i come from as my first guilt <laughs> from the often memed on state of ohio it's just potatoes right isn't that ohio potatoes and thunderstorms i think is there anything else there I bring forth to you a tale of a new tank just trying to do Mythic Plus and how I achieved, I achieved the impossible but lost it all in one single night. I'm not sure where this is going. Okay. To begin this tale, I figured I should give you my background. I started playing WoW at age seven. Fuck you, man. Like, if I've ever been in a group with a seven-year-old, fuck you, man. When, in the burn when the Burning Crusade launched, as you can imagine, I was the absolute worst, and I never, ever, ever hit max level until Cataclysm. <laughs> Mostly because I was older, and I was allowed one hour of playtime per day up until Cataclysm, when I had reached a ripe age when my playtime limit was lifted. I'm sorry to say that I did raid. <clears throat> only normal mode though from firelands to dragon soul is a resto druid and i helped my brothers and their friends in arena i played essentially up until the end of mr pandari it wasn't seven then so if tbc launched when they were seven how old were they when cataclysm came out so we would have had wrath of the lich king and then kata so maybe 11 12 years old something like that 
Yeah, 7 when TBC launched, so 11-12-ish, something like that. God, can you imagine losing to an 11-year-old in arena? Oh, that sucks. <laughs> Fucking burns. As I got older, though, I began to lose interest in gaming because a new game had taken over my life. I started to get into American football. Fuck yeah, dude. Eventually, I earned a full-ride scholarship to play offensive line for Youngstown State University. And it says this in brackets, Go Penguins! Go Penguins! I'd always been tempted to come back to World of Warcraft, especially in Legion, as I really enjoyed smaller group content, and Mythic Plus seemed like my kind of bag. But with football, it was virtually impossible with how busy our schedule was. Until, like so many stories of our American football friends, I got injured. I tore every ligament in my knee, minus my PCL, during a practice in the spring. <sighs> Ow. I've tore my kneecap off my knee, and that was bad enough, dude. And that just had to be put back and rested. Oh. I was going to be out for the entire season. I included a photo of the knee poster at the doctor's office that shows everything I tore. Oh, okay, good. So it's not gross. <laughs> it's not gross. We're safe. It's not gross. We're good. We're good. We're good. It's a doctor's image. This is all the things that were broken. We broke this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a stinger. I do want to know, and it won't be on drama time, but if you could reply to Bex uh, when you listen to this. How did it feel in the immediate? Was it just like, oh my fucking God. Like, because I know when I did my kneecap, I knew something was fucked, but it didn't hurt that much. Like, I was in shock. I was like, oh God. Like, I, I felt my knee and it was all messed up. And I was like, oh no. Like, so, so bad. Time to just remove the leg. Yeah, I didn't feel the pain for ages. He sent a video of the accident? Fuck off. No way. <clears throat> is it in the story? Where is it? I don't have it. Where is it? Uh, uh Warning for everybody. Warning. Uh, can we play it on stream? Or has he sent it privately? Oh, you might be able to tell who... Oh, we can't show it. Yeah, you'll be able to know who he is, IRL. Yeah, we can't show it. But I have it. <laughs> it's fine. Do you have the okay from the author? Because, I mean... She says it's fine. We trust. Uh, Why are you posting it? Are you DMing at me or what? I don't know. I don't know. Is it gross? Like, I need to pre-warn people before we see this. I need a pre-warn. I mean, dude was wearing a helmet, Munker. <laughs> Munker. We trust him, Bex. Bex says it's fine. I don't know. I'm a little nervous. Like, if you can tell who it is. Is the leg backwards? The worst injury I ever saw in a leg like that was Scott Hall. No, Sid Vicious jumping off a second turnbuckle in wrestling, and his leg just snapped entirely. It was so ridiculous. I need to know. I don't know. I haven't had the message from Bex yet. I assume she's hunting it down. I can't edit the video on the fly and re-render it. That's not going to happen. Uh, yeah, that's uh, five, four. Is it going to take some time, Bex? If, if so, I'll read on. Oh, she's DM'd me. Okay. We're absolutely sure we're allowed to show this. A hundred percent. Let me check it first to see the level of grossness. 
Oh, okay. It's it's not. Mm. <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. It's it's not that bad. <laughs> it just it goes in a funky way. All right. So it's really not that gross. There's no bone sticking out or anything like that. It's just a leg going in a particularly funky way. All right. Here we go. So. <clears throat> I'm Captain Bosch. Yeah, I'll tell you when First it's over if you don't drama. want to see. I'll tell you when it's over. Also, so, I know play, you're too busy at the uh, moment to this respond, player here. But any chance you could talk sometime about your experiences with City of you Heroes see it go? slash see it villains, pop? no matter how brief, it's a very special place. There, you see the, you see the, it's that judder, right? It's that judder when you know it's gone. Yeah, you could see, you just see it like, oof. There. Uh, and it's gone. Yeah, okay. All right. We've seen it. It's over. It's fine. <clears throat> I wonder when this goes on YouTube what the most replayed section will be. <laughs> yeah. It's always something so simple. Like when I've seen major injuries like that. Uh, Triple H, right? When he tore all the quads. Like he tore all his quad off the muscle. It doesn't look like anything. It's just your leg going in like a, a weird spot. And it just, everything just snaps. It's so weird. If you've ever seen that scene of Triple H when all his quad muscles got ripped off the bone, it doesn't look like anything. <clears throat> yeah, it's a weight to mass ratio. It just fucks it up completely. <sighs> Me watching football, I could not possibly stand an entire stream of that. Anyway, let's get back. <clears throat> so, with my football career on pause, I did the only thing that made sense to me. Time to play me some Warcraft. <laughs> it was 8.3 and I was in love. Oh, of course, it's the point three patch. There was so much to do, a whole new system to learn from corruption. I couldn't be happier. Side tangent, I know a lot of people hated BFA, but let me tell you, if you started playing that game in 8.3 after they had fixed all their fuck-ups, it was awesome. It was super goddamn fun. Yeah. I joined a casual, social, relaxed, a casual, social, relaxed raiding guild that got its first ahead of the curve in Nihilotha. And to tell you how casual this guild was... On Raden, we thought you passed the lightning debuff to one another based on where your character was facing. So over comms, you would hear such things as so-and-so, look at Arthur. And if the lightning bolt killed someone, we would reiterate and say you have to be focused on where your character's facing <clears throat> and not just use the camera view. I also have been doing loads and loads of keys. I decided to play an Ellie Shaman and ended up being the second person in the guild to get Keystone Master that season in the final week before pre-patch. <laughs> yeah, Radan was in Nylotha, the, the second version of Radan. Fast forward past pre-patch, and I decided Shadowlands was going to be my time to shine. I had come back. I had got back into the swing of things and actually killed a heroic raid boss on time and shadowlands would be my rise to glory we pour one out for our brother <laughs> hot damn pour one out for our boy <laughs> i had watched the race to world first i had watched the mdi and with my college graduation slowly getting closer and closer i figured that shadowlands would be the last expansion i could really be a good honest hard-working player and go as hard as possible on a video game lucky you lucky you 
I ended up swapping to Vengeance Demon Hunter because the tank I normally ran with would die to pretty shit pulls. Had no pep in his step to beat the timer and had no care for people's CDs. Which is fine because he was more casual than I wanted to be. I'd always wanted to push. To be at the top heights. To be like the MDI teams. And eventually, that time would come for me. The guild recruited a holy priest by the name of Damavand Classic. Damavand was amazing. Not true. She was always willing to try huge pulls and would be on the money with MD bursting stacks. So, good. Our healer is regulation. My cousin had also got into World of Warcraft at this time and would pick to play a Destro lock. He made this choice in Season 1, but this part of the story is taking place in Season 3 of Shadowlands. Oh, you played all of Shadowlands. No shit. You actually went ham through the whole thing, huh? Cool. He was very, very good. Him and I were pretty much on the same level, but he would sometimes even do higher keys than me. We then acquired an insane fire mage by the name of Ryan. Ryan was essentially our Jinji. He did some of the call-outs as I was mostly in charge of interrupts and stops, but he would help me with roots, give me an audible out of nowhere when the group had CDs. What an absolute gangster. Ryan had a friend that we typically ran with, but he was from the Philippines. (laughs) Okay. And we really only ran with him on weekends. So we brought him in and made our official push team. We have a group. A goal that so many people ask you and other streamers how to get into. And the true answer is, just find people like-minded like you and message people after a key if they want to do another. Don't just say GG and leave immediately. Everything was good. We were happy and we were pushing. 26 halls of atonement, easy day. It was Sunday night, July 24th, 2022. It was tyrannical, bursting, volcanic. The blizzard gods had given us the golden key on the golden push week. We assembled the awesome group and went to the dungeon. Before we started, Damavand mentions that she doesn't think she will have time to finish this key. She has a full day ahead of her the next day and it was already 3 a.m. She says, it's cool. Go ahead and do the key. I'll do the 27 you guys definitely get after you time this. With it being 3 a.m., what choice did we have? But as I said, with these affixes, this was a free week. We listed the group and started going over the route we would take. Ryan had been drinking White Claw since around 10pm at this point And when he gets drunk he has no filter He asks what's the root looking like I link it in chat And two minutes later he shouts It's root is well shit Now I'm no master root creator And generally just copy and paste what I see Dorky or Gingy doing But how do you have a shit root in Halls of Atonement It's literally shard pull Break pull, shard pull, break pull Shard pull and then first boss With trash He decides he can make a new route and links it that had one difference in what we pull. And I just went with it because I was looking for a healer at this point. Here comes another holy priest, Marikos. As holy priest was Biss this patch and get her in the discord. We go over the route with Marikos and slap the key in. 
Now, there's one thing that I didn't mention. We had decided with how overpowered Destro Lock was, we would give Ryan, we would have Ryan go single target <clears throat> and have Damavan give him PI all the time. We forgot to tell Maricos, and she proceeded to PI Weasel every single time it was up. Now, Weasel and I don't care about DPS meters. It doesn't matter how much damage you did if you don't time the key. But Ryan, Ryan viewed damage as his entire self-worth as a human being. Damage was why he was born. Damage was why he existed, and damage meters were the bed he would lie on when he died. And my God, was he getting crushed by our boy Weasel. Every pull, no one came close to him. Now, for those who can't remember, a season three Destro Lock was fucking broken. Weasel would cast Rain of Fire over and over and over and just crush every enemy. And Ryan started to get fucking mad. He didn't let you know during the key, but let me continue. We blasted through the dungeon and time it with one minute, 10 seconds remaining. Weasel and I were fucking hyped. We had a 27 key and this was the highest dungeon key we had ever timed. Ryan, on the other hand, didn't celebrate. He was staring at the overall damage meters. I imagined him taking screenshots, magnifying the images to make sure he was seeing everything clearly. I think he saw the buff up time and fucking lost it. I didn't get PI one time. What? We asked. I didn't get a single PI this entire key. On Tyrannical. While I'm playing single target. Are you smoking methane or what? I paused for a second. Are you bitching even though we timed the key? I jokingly tried to calm the situation with it. <laughs> I guess we didn't tell Maricos that. Uh, we normally do give PI to uh, Ryan. We laughed it off and ended up chatting with Mariko some more, who had more than proven herself. She mentioned she wasn't sure if she was going to stick around because at the time, Ryan had his cam on in Discord. <laughs> Wait, what? You guys put your cameras on in video chat while you're doing Mythic Plus keys? <clears throat> who does that? Of course. <laughs> of course I do. That's really weird. I can't imagine ever doing Mythic Plus and looking over and seeing everybody playing their game. That's fucking weird. No, I don't like that at all. Even like close friends. If Alex did that, I was creeped out. Like, what the fuck are you doing? <clears throat> she mentioned she wasn't sure if she was going to stick around because at the time, Ryan had his camera on in Discord and when Ryan drinks, the shirt comes off. <laughs> we were all used to it by now. But for somebody new joining our little cabal, it was not something they were expecting. We all ended up getting a little bit more drunk, talking about the key, being hyped that we'd smashed the highest key we'd ever done. I mentioned how much damage Weasel had done as it was the highest I'd ever seen anyone do in any of the Mythic Plus I'd ever done. Yeah, PI sure does help people do damage, doesn't it? Ryan stated. We then went off banting at one another, saying things like, Oh yeah, Ryan, if you had PI, you would have totally outdamaged the most broken spec in the game. But then Ryan got serious. <clears throat> Ryan, <laughs> upon mentioning damage, Ryan responded with how anyone from Ohio, which is the most boring state, could ever say anything about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that went a little off kilter, didn't it? 
That went a little bit sideways. <clears throat> Are you talking to me, mate, from Ohio? Really? You're going to talk at me from Ohio? <laughs> I presume said, I wish we would put up a net to prevent the geese from Canada from flying to the US. But yes, I am being for real. It was 4.30 a.m. at this point and we were all smashed. Ryan then pushed into a subject that was for obvious reasons, not something that a group of drunk players should be discussing. Ryan, I said we should put up a net to stop the geese from Canada to flying into the US. Ryan responded with, yeah, but what about abortion laws? <laughs> we got from damage meters we got from this is why power infusion should be removed from the game right i know the people from blizzard watch this show this is what we're talking about right you think you're putting in these fun spells into the game look what it's doing it's tearing friends apart it's causing international incidents you really should think about it right you really should think about it of course upon ryan bringing this up discord fell silent but ryan did not he continued to discuss his thoughts on abortion laws which was immediately followed up by marikos leaving the discord <laughs> i said well well done ryan and then he followed up with a loud oh go fuck yourself potato man and left and that preach is how i achieved the impossible goal of getting a complete mythic plus group together and then destroying it in a single night we tried to repair the friendship because when he wasn't drunk ryan was a good dude but it was not to be <laughs> it's a season four we both realized we had had enough of each other and we have never talked since i have yet to make another mythic plus group with other people <clears throat> but I still do play with David Fandom Weasel when I can. I am, I hope you enjoyed my little story and I wish you and chat a blessed day and thank you for reliving this with me. Uh, I mean, that sounds like it was entirely on Ryan's end, if I'm being honest with you, and I do declare you not guilty. I declare you not guilty. I, I do think that this fell... I think the chat would agree with me. We do declare you innocent in this case. And that Ryan brought that upon himself in a very desperate and nasty ways. Guilty. Yeah, Ryan was guilty as soon as he like turned his camera on for Mythic Plus. That's fucking weird. That's really, really weird. That's that's the that's the biggest fail you ever had. But it does bring us the end of drama time for today. I am off to see some a couple of our wonderful longtime viewers uh, for some dinner and drinks tonight. I will not be available for the Path of Exile launch, sadly, but we will get there. We are streaming tomorrow, probably like half 10 11 ish i'm gonna go to the gym first and do all those kind of things and wake up naturally because my wife is away uh so thank you for a wonderful week everybody and uh hopefully i'll see some of you tomorrow if not i will see you monday all right so be good bye everybody